Tuesdays are for the Boys podcast is our weekly bullshit session recorded on location at our favorite local and features its most notorious patrons. We're busting balls, going with the flow, and the pop culture references are constant. We hope you enjoy your Tuesday with the boys. When, when's Ric Flair coming on the podcast? I don't want him to tell stories about having sex with my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Is Nambla still a thing? Yep. I just, I stopped yeah. getting the newsletter, so I wasn't sure. <laughs> Is what, what a thing? <laughs> they changed from a .com to a .net. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. They were, their .org was rejected. <laughs> they're actually, they're actually hosting a, an event up in Ottawa right now. <laughs> oh, I heard, I heard, yeah. <laughs> All those truckers are like, ooh, Nambla. <laughs> I found out about that organization when, uh. You watch South Park? No, when I was a young young man go on probably high school <laughs> okay he was, was an a, altar boy there was a man who no <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I was a boy and there was a man i was reading uh i was like uber conservative in in high school and i was reading bill o'reilly's book and bill o'reilly had a whole chapter on uh on nambla and i was like north american man boy that's not real and then uh it turns out it is real and then South Park made fun of it, and it became a whole thing. But yeah, <laughs> I learned about Nambla from Bill O'Reilly. That's my that's the <laughs> that's the press this that story. Narrated by Alex Jones. <laughs> his, his book. Well, yeah, it was it was the audio book. Yeah. It was a book on CD. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Laser read, disc. Read, yeah, read by the author. And uh, oh lord, I uh, the last audio book I I listened to was. Um, I don't give a fuck or whatever, like zero fucks given. I don't. I can't. Remember oh yeah, what zero said. fucks given. Yeah, the, the book about how to not give a fuck. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's written by like a Scottish guy. Yeah, it's a good book. And quick, I, I listen to things at like one and a half speed. So imagine listen to like a drunk Scottishman yeah. at one and a half speed. Mm-hmm. It is it Johnny. Is, you're Scottish. What is that like? Uh, <laughs> sounds the same. Yeah, I figured mainly yeah. Scottish. Yeah. Yeah, I heard your distaste for the English. I'm the Scottish, actually. Yeah, well, there's a there's a hierarchy that everybody hates the English the most, and then after that, it's like, uh, aren't you but, English? Wales. Uh, I have I have two passports, and neither one says England on it. So well, that's pretty aren't weird. You a subject of the crown doesn't make money water. A loyal subject of the crown. Hey, it's money her. Water. It's her platinum jubbly this year. Uh, that's, <laughs> right. that's right, <laughs> jubbly. <laughs> platinum jubbly. <laughs> Is it the United Kingdom, Northern Ireland, and Wales, and yeah. Scotland? It's, yeah. Isn't it the longest country name in the world? It's uh, you, the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland. We get our own separate word, whereas Great Britain and the other three just get lumped just in. Just count in. They get lumped in. That there. was written in the proclamation back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, hey, Northern Ireland, fuck it, we'll take it. That's John, it. so... We're it, just going to go back and start our own war anyway. No, that's what I, I figured as much. Yeah. Like, I, I actually asked Johnny this, and you can probably answer it, is that, like, if tomorrow we woke up and the Good Friday Accords uh, went away, when would you start bombing Northern Ireland? Immediately. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. In fact... We, 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 had, we were... <laughs> oh, there they go. <laughs> oh, what? Is that a man carrying water in to sell people? Drone strike. <laughs> <laughs> like, you could afford a drone. I <laughs> mean... <laughs> no, right now I probably could. I'm Get the tributaries out. I also got my bonus. Roll the stones. It's just roll the stones. It's just yeah. a DG, DJI dropping potatoes on people. 
Yeah. It's just that's gasoline the, covered potatoes. Just, that's the Irish army in like fucking makeshift mech warriors with potato cannons on the shoulders. <laughs> Uncle Faulkner gets the kite out where yeah. he's dropping potatoes mm. from. <clears throat> oh, use the hand grenades. Well, fuck. There goes the spuds. Oh, yeah. When, and Johnny made a really good point when we were actually having a real earnest conversation about it is that he's like, technology has evolved so much that he's like, there's no way Mm-mm. the shit that was happening yeah. in the eighties and nineties would happen. Not now. fucking it's chance. Not possible. Especially, yeah. especially in places like Belfast where every corner there's nine fucking cameras. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, like, yeah. They'll see you fart before you even make your move. They have. Oh yeah. Yeah. The Queens especially there. The farts people do up there. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're colored farts. <laughs> the, they're orange. Farts. Yeah. They're orange. <laughs> they're they're orange. orange. <laughs> orange and green farts. Yeah. yeah. That's instead of in, in, in Northern Ireland, and border counties instead of like is it a boy or a girl it, it's orange or green <laughs> is there any song but I don't want to yeah, I don't want to yeah. presume any yeah. of the genders yeah. uh, which is which hey we move beyond that well that's what it is that's yeah. that's very progressive of yeah, dude, we're, we're extremely progressive not, in some ways yes. to make up for the draconian values and Trump, <laughs> right. Trump brought us together this is another piece of cord that you can chalk up to the Middle East as well ah. the troubles are over the troubles are over, troubles are over. Oh, I believe oh, it's oh, pronounced oh, Trublez <laughs> Michael Trublez keep the border no we've just moved the troubles to Ukraine and Russia and Yemen but everybody's going to learn about that now because Belfast been nominated for a fuck ton of Oscars Yep, that's mm. true. Yeah, uh, what's yeah. his name singing in it? Um, Syrian Hines. Yeah, um, Kieran Hines. Is I, that how you pronounce I, it? I had a lock in of Kieran Hines once. Yeah, he was a speaker my first year of college. He was the guest speaker at the Ireland uh, Society dinner. Yeah, it's like posh shit. I yeah, it is. That's yeah. Yeah. Ireland Society dinner. Top hat stuff. Yeah. I was the president of the Ireland Society twice. But your English. What about us? <laughs> right. I don't understand. See, that's how it works out there. That's what it's, which we call that's a, a spy. That's how, that's how it it's works a out there. spy. Me and why aren't you the president of the Irish club? I'm confused. How many oh, Irelands are there? <laughs> how many countries are in this country? <laughs> the Democratic Republic of the Ireland Coast. <laughs> <laughs> Code, Code de Vere. Yeah. They, they actually got the bronze medal at the Cup of Nations this year. <laughs> Not bad. Um, yeah, so they did, yeah, uh, Belfast, what, three or four? Three or four yeah, Academy Awards. Nominations. They did well in Baffys, too, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, ba- yeah da- I think they it's... crushing the Baftas, yeah. yeah. It's, um, it's like too. the, the well-placed third in both behind Power of the Dog and Dune. Yeah, Dean. Yeah, do, yeah. Dean. Dean. Gene. I'm waiting to see Dune until the the second one comes out so I can watch it straight through. That's true. It is. It cuts it off in a dumb fucking. Place. And, I, and I'm pissed off about it too. Yeah. Well, they, yeah. It's it's sort of that that first that first film. They rush through a lot of things. I don't I don't blame them though because that, it, it's it's people who are like really into the specifics of certain things about the book. Like there's so much detail. That's because it was a cult film back in the day. So it's yeah, just yeah. in the propagated even more. Well, the book's like 600, 700 pages. Yeah. And, it has an, and it has an appendix. So it's called the Bible. Um, I just, so interesting. Randomly was like, I was looking for books and I was on like thrift books or something like that. Thriftbooks.com. Mm-hmm. If you like to sponsor us, we are open to uh, thriftbooks.com. Blessed place to get uh, discounted books online. That's right. Um, and so I bought um, Legends of the Fall and um, A River Runs Through It. Mm-hmm. I Does wanted it. to buy Dances with Wolves, but there was only one copy available and it was like $38 and it was in poor condition. I was like, what the fuck? And the like, copies of the book did not exist any longer. Hmm. However, 
Burn going it. back to river runs through it. <laughs> so school it in is, Tennessee was busy burning it. It is, yeah. right. It is. Um, <laughs> yeah. It, a river runs through it is a river runs through it in a collection of other stories. So you would think it would be like five or six other stories. No, it's two other stories. And a river runs through it was a two and a half hour movie. And it's a 110 page <laughs> story. Yeah, they were, they were, There's a lot of ambiance. There's some rewrites. Well, yeah. did, that, did I miss yeah. rewrites? It's, it's not, it's not unlike the Shawshank Redemption, which is yeah. a short story short called story. Rita Hareworth and the Shawshank Redemption, which, and I think it's 80 or 90 yeah, pages. It's, yeah. It's a, so a lot of artistic license in that film, although which, I must which say, is fine. It was, it was a killer film. It sounds like you're trying to construct your zoom background. Are you trying to build a shelf with like no, I, I have modern st- classics? No, I've stopped. I've stopped blurring out my background, and it's three soccer kits and nice uh, soccer flags behind it. I'm like, good. fuck it, like it's the books. Good, yeah. And it's unnerving because my room is red, and people uh, like log on. They're like, you have a red room. I get so angry when I'm on when Jared's on a call. I don't know why. <laughs> why is Just... that gimp in the corner? Can someone, can someone check on him. Yeah, it's, it's just, just hanging. It's from just hanging. Make sure, I had to make sure my flashlight was. Uh, put <laughs> His background is like one of those pictures that you see. It's like try to focus on one item, and, and it's just a jacked up picture. Yeah. Like he's like, oh, look at this football kit. There's a gimp. There's fucking. <laughs> hey, look at the look at the Tolstoy it, fucking Wallet. books. It's, 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 this yeah. is a giant print yeah. of that dude from yeah. the. Is that a yeah. Jackson Pollock? picture? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, I do have the. Uh, There's a chandelier made of crucifixes. Like what the fuck is going on in here? That whatever the little Duluth newspaper is or whatever, like they used to do that like like weekly, monthly thing. When Good Word did their um, groundbreaking, which was indoors, um, I have that article on the side of my mini fridge in my room. Oh, so it's nice. like, I'm like looking to make sure like there's nothing weird in my background. Nothing I'm really like, weird. oh, there's, there's that article still. Fuck them. Do you use that background when you're doing interviews? <clears throat> no. I blurred out. I was going to say, they're probably like distracting. They're probably, probably have some sort of like, Hey, don't We've have got- anything. Cause if, if I jumped on there and yeah. I was like, Oh man, you're nice boy. You fucking prick. What the fuck is that? And then I'll yeah, my, my, no, no interview, my sister, my sister um, <laughs> is his profile picture is him lining up a putt and he won't tell me like what golf course it was on, but it's on the water. And he was like, He's like, what, what's all on your wall? So I took the blunt. He goes, Oh God. And I was like, what? And I was expecting him to be a Liverpool supporter. He's like, he changed his background to Everton support. I was like, Oh, no one likes you anyway. So no. don't worry about <laughs> it. Also, nobody's already concerned. Yeah. yeah. I was like, cool. <laughs> Everton. Oh, that's more, cool. More importantly, you have an assistant. I do have an assistant. His name's Dude, that's DJ. Awesome. He sucks. <laughs> Go He's on. horrible. How old is he? Well, that's I uh, may be twenty four. Fucking that's surprise! Yeah. I'm shocked. No. Child labor laws. Yeah, I, I, li- yeah, I had to have a talk with him about being a professional on calls. Oh, <laughs> today, remember I was telling you that story earlier about the yeah. open job position. Yeah. So the guys were like, "Hey, man, yeah, I really want to do that." And there's there's three of them, but one's you know thirty five my age, one's twenty four, and one's like twenty two. And I look at all three of them. I was like, you guys know if you want this job, you're going to actually have to work, right? You're going to actually have to care. Yeah. You're no, going to care. I'm like, what have you done today besides breathe? Yeah. Forget, like, oh, forget well, that oh, ping did, pong table did, exists. Exactly. Yeah. No more ping pong. No more fucking pong bing. This guy asked me today. He asked me, he's like, so yeah, I got walked through how to do the process, but like, do you know how to do it? I was like, no. And I don't want to learn how to do it. 
because why we pay you. Well, <laughs> I, I told them I was like, to to be very honest, there are certain things that people on your team. I didn't say other assistants. I just said people on your team um, want to make sure that people people in my team can't do. So y'all have things to do, and this is one of them. <laughs> so what you this said is, was that's below that. my pay grade. Yeah, uh, basically. basically yeah. 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 You can come on, come on. Yeah. London oh. bridges falling. What kind of beer is Alan's that? Alan's not used to going under black legs. <laughs> Kenny just made Alan sit on the floor. <laughs> oh, no. Wait, hold on, hold on. I got this one, guys. Nope. <laughs> Twice. There you go. Hey. There you go. It's all Next right. time, you got to give the reach around. You can't just... What's the timeliness comes after godliness? Shit. Cleanliness. <laughs> well, it's next to it. It doesn't necessarily follow it, I guess, right? Timeliness? No. No, the... Never mind. <laughs> the other thing. The washing your assness. So, so you want me to listen to the words from a man who got an unclean day <laughs> What? So, I was reading a biography on Rasputin. Did you know he uh, didn't he didn't wash himself for years? Not surprised. Sounds yeah, about right. Like and he would just wear the same clothes for six months at a time, never change underwear, never change. I feel like anything. that was common yeah, in this time. Like nineteen yeah, when you, like nineteen oh eight. Not when you're nice. when you're poor, not when you have he was living in in luxury and could have, he just decided not to. It was part of the part. It was part of his shtick. Yeah. Yeah. But he was but his stick was unclean. But he was tripping over things. Yeah. He would just bang everything that moved. That's why chlamydia still is. His shtick was smelly. That's where that term for Monday cheese comes from. Exactly. You want me to put my mouth on what? Exactly. Can you watch this Russian? I think I need to go for a run. Call back next. That's funny. Four a.m. Fuck. That's the that's the funny thing about period uh, period films or TV. One of my smells like copper all the time. Just iron. Is that pennies? Yeah. Is that Was it you? I was talking about this with Johnny. Train tracks. Where anything that takes place before like 1945, especially things from like the 1600s to like the early 1900s all i go is i'm like that that looks like it just smells <laughs> like this whole thing just looks like it smells because there was no oh, hygiene yeah. just wasn't that great in rob roy when they're in the like basement for the duels oh, i'm yeah. like there are 40 men who have probably not bathed <laughs> yeah, this smelly, quarter smelly. yeah <laughs> even even like with the when the roy like in Braveheart, when you see the king and whatever, and they look all clean and kept, it's like, no, that still looks like it smells. I don't <laughs> like historically. The queen had people to lick her clean. It was like that was the only way to do it. Is that how? <laughs> is that why they colonized Ireland? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, you let me get that close to her, I'll lick something. <laughs> the blood off my goddamn knife. That's not. <laughs> Ireland. You want to clean? Uh, yep, I do. The Ireland. SAS is going to pop in here. Just nah, dude. That's full of cat people bitches. in Ireland. That's what's going on. <laughs> Dame Judy Dench. <laughs> Lick her own like asshole. That's uh, why they like short dogs. sticky tongues. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's, how we, that's actually how we peel was, potatoes. <laughs> You're just licking the peel. Because I can't cook them with the damn. No. That's why we died. A bunch of us just sat there looking at them. Do something. Mm-hmm. 
Dead. Mm. You and the Ukrainians. If we had, oh, if we had more of the fucking English mentality, we would be through fucking COVID right now. True. What it, part like to have restrictions would have like nineteen parties? No, I'm saying yeah. uh, <laughs> Labor Party during tips. the Black Death. <laughs> oh, like, oh, you mean then? Yeah, yeah. yeah like just let twenty five percent of the population die. Yeah, just just deal with it. Oh, hmm. I don't hate it. No, <laughs> I mean Mother Nature cleans the earth from time to time. That's this what I'm is, saying. Oh, just wait for me. Yellowstone to erupt. I mean, remember the first the super volcanoes? First, like a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago, like, the th- like they shut show. down and like there was. People like see through the ocean again, like because everybody stopped going out, like the whole world right. for two weeks, and like that, like you could tell the difference. They're like There's dolphins in the back Hudson. in <laughs> place. Yeah, it's like yeah, no, yeah, literally, yeah. yeah. Should have figured if he just stopped for a minute, she would figure itself out. Looks like the first, quick. The first twenty minutes it? of I Am Legend. That's what it looks like. What was it? Uh, China or something? Uh, like their CO two. Yeah, yeah, the like, CO two maps. Like blitz straight down. You People can actually like, Holy see. Shit, this is oxygen. Yeah, you, you can, can see, see the ocean in LA. Yeah, yeah. and everybody creates cows. <laughs> the cows well, didn't stop existing. With, with China, that's what happens when you weld your population into their apartments. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. No, they, 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 it worked. It worked. <laughs> Clearly worked. It, worked. it was voluntary quarantine. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Voluntary. Yeah. Period films and also China in 2021. Smelly. <laughs> Very <laughs> smelly. Did you, uh, you know wet market? Uh, <laughs> speaking of China, the Swedish like bobsled lady or something. I don't know. Yeah, bobsled. Jamaican bobsled. Which are two bobsled? Jamaican is the only country. Um, she like just there's the Winter Olympics going on. Where did you know that? No, China. No, in China. 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 So anyway, she got she got fucking clapped. Uh, not shot, but she was put in isolation for like. A fucking week, and she's like, "I have to bobsled, bobsled for Sweden." <laughs> Not today, you know. <laughs> the, they took her phone, and the team's like, "Where the we're, fuck we're is defined. Svetlana?" <laughs> if I'm clapped. I'm not. I don't. What are you, I, was, wait, I was waiting for context. She oh, got arrested, oh, right, like clapped okay. in, clapped in bracelets. Okay. Oh. I mean, that could be a lot of media. No, we want a better name than Svetlana. I think that's Russian or Eastern. Russian or German. Yeah, that's definitely not Heidi. Heidi would be Swedish. All the Swedish names I know are from dudes. Okay, Slotdog guy fucking. Slotino? Hendrik Larsson. I don't. I know, it's all dudes. Just put an A on the end. Henrik Ka. Oh, there you go. Probably a real name. Although, to Alan's point about the clap, is it is probably more. Possible than we know because apparently in that two weeks during the Olympics, oh, it's just fucking fuck. It's just all no, fucking. But uh, it is it is like the ultimate uh, biologic, like the ultimate uh, expression of biology. Those two weeks at the Olympic Village because it is just the finest specimens of every country together, and they're just like let's fuck and make more of this because it's, it's awesome. a Winter Olympics. Um, so they're sharing they're sharing friction for body heat. Have, have you seen some of the female biathletes? Oh, dude, listen, there's probably fucking skiing and shooting. Yeah, sexy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not allowed out of their rooms. They so are. there's that. Yeah, they're, they are. Okay, all right. Well, yeah. I mean, just, the Chinese just, say they are. Bro. They, 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 just squ- <laughs> they just squirted into the air air conditioning. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm, I'm, I'm it is actually pretty cool. So a friend of mine works for the U.S. Olympic Committee and is there. So everything is automated. So like when she the first five days she was there, like she Even had to have sex. all of her meals in a room. Cause she was quarantined um, in a robot, like room service. Like there's not some guy comes up in the elevator room service, pushes the, there's actually a robot, like rings the doorbell on a yep. room. Cyber nine systems T800. And now that she's <laughs> like 
out of quarantine, like when they're in the Olympic Village having lunch or whatever, like you order obviously from like an iPad or whatever, and you watch like these machines. They had the the uh, robot bartender. And yeah. everything. Everything's made by robots. You want some and more? You, it's like a conveyor belt that just brings you your food. Oh, that, dude, that'd be so <laughs> fucking crazy. Yeah, can I get the fucking lasagna? Door kicks open. It's Arnold. You're like, I see bees in there on there. What the fuck just happened? I, I just can. I just keep picturing every morning when he comes to bring breakfast. She opens the door and it's like Santa Connor. <laughs> uh, you're like, fuck. That's my middle name. No, Sam Connor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Damn. Oh. China's going to fucking unleash Skynet. That fucking China. makes sense. China. Makes sense. China would. Look what we've done. We're awesome, Austin. Did you see the American <laughs> who's uh, skiing for China? Yeah. Eileen Gu, she's also yeah, a... Uh, she's from San Francisco. Yeah, she's a model. She yeah, grew she's up here. Pretty. The one she's, who fucked up? Yeah. No, 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 no. She's the same, same, same kind of situation, but this one won... She won gold yesterday in freestyle ski or something. But yeah, born in... Uh, San Francisco, Chinese mom, white dad. Yeah, dad and, left her. Uh, That's why she's bitter. Yeah, and then, so she was raised by her grandmom and mom. And then when she was 15, she decided she is going to compete for China in international competitions. Um, even though she spends, like, she's fluent in Mandarin and then in, in English as well. But the crazy thing is, is with China typically, well, the IOC requires you to have a passport from the country you're representing. So China is notoriously stringent on uh, giving citizenship to anybody. No. Uh, yeah. What? So no. So, I did not. Yeah. I, yeah. So <laughs> same yeah. country who kills their own babies. Yeah. Go so, fucking figure. So you can't have dual citizenship. So the thing is, is that's what people are hammering or asking for because typically with China, you have to renounce your wherever you're other from. So you should have to renounce her American citizenship. Right. To get Chinese citizenship. CCP wants her. The other one. Every time the reporters ask her about it, like, hey, did you renounce your American citizenship to, to be able to compete for China? She gives some, you know, scripted party line about how she uses sports to, <sighs> to combine people and not separate people. And they're like, you know, some of the reporters are like, you still didn't answer the question of, did you <laughs> renounce your... She's like, no, well, like in all reality, I don't want to talk about I I respect both cultures, yada yada yada. She's going into politics, obviously, but after this. For the most part, I'm like, hey, then live in China. All right. She's stop, stop. Off. Like I well, I just don't understand. It it annoys me that she lives here, she grew up here, she goes to Stanford, she goes to spend two, three months a year in China during the summer, and okay, now she she wants to be uh, a puppet for the Chinese uh, government. Oh shit, so, there it is. Like, I mean just CCP comes Mike. Do you expect anything else on the Olympics, though? I mean, they're allowing Russia to compete as a Russian Olympic committee. Yeah. yeah. Like, they're, come on. They even had Putin, even had Putin at, at the yeah. opening ceremony. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Him and Shang-Chi in the Ten Rings were yeah. great fucking fun. Cut his mic. China sponsoring this yeah, podcast. Yeah, I don't know if you knew that, but... Um... I love the picture that was floating around of the, the, high jump, Apple the ski high jump. Did you see that? Where it's right next to the fucking nuclear facility. You got the, the condensation stacks in the background. Yep. It is... Dystopian. It's, so it's in the middle fuck, of the city. It's weird. It, it's so fucking weird. Yeah, but not... Like, when they zoom out and you see it, it's not like it's off in this field next to it. It's like in the fuck... Like, if somebody it's blows right a left, to they're it. landing in like a fucking... Well, in you nuclear know, this waste. Is, yeah. This is like, another Sochi. That's like a bunker. I mean, it, it really is. is. It's, Sochi. It's, yeah, yeah. This is not a winter resort that no. they've gone to the winter, the like, put the winter Olympics. First time ever in the Winter Olympics history that all the snow is man-made. Yep. 
Did they import trees for that? Because where they're at, it only gets like 10 inches of precipitation a year. Yeah. It's, so they had to pump in uh, billions well, of gallons of water to I, make the snow. I, I, but it's cold as shit. What sucks so. is, is we're all, we're all sports people, whatever sport it is. And it fucking sucks how terrible, like I used to like the Olympics. They're garbage now. I don't watch them. I'll never watch. I love them. the Olympics. I, I, I watched, I, used fig- to, but, I watched figure skating last but, night. But, but why? Magical. I'm just, I don't support it. <laughs> like, it was great. Yeah. Yeah, all the figure skating was built. Does, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is all the time, yeah. The, Ever since um, I watched The Cutting Edge when I was 12. It's, uh, uh, but but the, the, you, know. you have a situation where it's given to a country that isn't actually capable of fulfilling the very fact that it's in the fucking winter. Like FIFA? And giving oh, it to is that I where feel, we're going I feel like we have a bout of Greco-Roman wrestling and about now, to erupt and now you have another sports body <laughs> right that's 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 pushing an agenda that isn't actually suitable for the sports itself and it's frustrating in the Winter Olympics you're you're taking FIFA who's moving it to a country that's like the size of Connecticut with half the population with no structure to facilitate football, no leagues, no stadiums, no infrastructure in terms of travel and transportation. And now you're going to give them the greatest tournament on the planet. And you're going to then move it from the summer where I dedicate June to July to watch this. And now it's in fucking November. Eat a dick. Bullshit. I concur. There's this Mexican kid figure skating. He uh, he trains in a mall, and uh, in that Mexico, was a pretty cool, yeah, in Mexico City, it's like the only ice rink around. So he trains in the mall, and uh, people come up to him all the time and are like, "Where's where's the restroom?" Because he like, what else would you ask in a mall ski rink? But but yeah, he uh, he performed well. He's he's he made it to the long program. He so that was that was uh, exciting for him. But so there you go. I, I have. I don't watch a lot of uh, Winter Olympics, but I will. I prefer the Summer Olympics. Sure. But I have questions mm-hmm. since mm-hmm. you seem to be uh, a scholar of these things. Mm-hmm. One, how is the points? Okay, well, actually, let's keep on figure skating real quick. What is the short program versus the long program? I assume it has something to do with the time and the, the amount of time you're on the ice. But what what delineates those? I mean, yeah. So the way it works in like women's and men's figure skating is you have qualifying. And then the qualifying, it's a short program. And so okay. it's not your entire full-length program. It's, hey, give me two minutes, is basically two to three minutes mm. of of what you do. And, that, and that's what we'll judge. And if you are in the top whatever percentage of it, let's say top 75%, then you qualify to then go to the long program, which will is, I forget exactly how long it is. And uh, then they combine the scores of your short program and your long program to get your your full score. Hmm. So it's kind of a way to weed out some people. Yeah, uh, sure. This is kind of the version of the short program. How long is the long program usually? I think four minutes, four to five minutes. Yeah, it's less than five. Yeah. So the, hmm. the short program, I think like there's a weird bonus time. So it's like you go two minutes and then I think you get one extra minute of time where jumps actually count more because at that point in time, your legs are supposed to be tired. So there's a whole, the way they've done the scoring now, it used to be, you know, like, they would flash up all the the judges. It's like, hey, the the Russian judge, the American judge, the French judge, the Italian judge. And it's like mm-hmm. 6.2, 7.1, 6.8, and they would do that. They don't do that anymore. They've kind of streamlined it where each trick is given uh, like a starting grade. Let's just say, you know, a quadruple Lutz is 12 point. If you land it, it's 12 points. Um, but if you land it really well, it can be worth up to like 14 or 15 points. But if you stumble on it and maybe you don't come all the way around, maybe it's only worth eight points. 
So, and then they take those scores and then they add up some artistic features and everything else the judges do to give you a full score. So it's, it's a really convoluted scoring system now. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Just, just the fact that you could explain that much in detail. And, I mean, and it was understandable. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. You, you should cut that in salad. And, 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 and yeah. use triple Lutz. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's a Lutz? That's a spin where they do something. I'm not quite sure. So there's a Lutz. There's an axle, a Lutz, and so something else. So one is taken off. Oh, it's two of the four members of Guns N' Roses. Yes. One is taken off backwards, and the other is taken off forward. And then the uh, there's a sawcow, which is uh, again taken off He's either forward or backwards, but landed going the opposite way. So wow, I didn't know that much. Yeah, oh, that's crazy. Um, in the in the same vein as the uh, the the high or the high jumper, what is it? The ski the jump. Talent, the ski jumper. Um, it was figure skating where they had the same thing, right? Where there was a a. a a girl who had been raised here and actually had renounced her citizenship, yep. changed her name to a proper Chinese name to compete with the Chinese. And then I guess what happened was failed miserably in the figure skating program and finished, I guess, dead last. And then all of Chinese social media like roasted her. Yeah, because she was <laughs> given a spot. She was basically given priority. So she was <clears throat> given a spot over a you know nationally born Chinese person. And so the Chinese didn't really care for that i, I guess when, when you fail like when you're like the one who's succeeding in gold they're like ah, that's great, oh, that's great. Put it to the top but when it's the uh kind of the other the other thing is, is i think i don't think she speaks like either mandarin or can't she doesn't speak either one of them where island goose speaks uh fluent mandarin so also just like endearing yourself to the, 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 the culture, people and culture sure. and stuff like that i think so people think uh she's just an american coming over here and they, real they took our jabs kind of, yeah, kind of situation. On, yeah. Yeah. That does. That is what it sounds yeah, like. It's it's like a, a, they, they, I won't do the accent. We're yeah. good. Uh, so now, <laughs> now my curling question. How the hell do they score curling? Oh, that's easy. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that is easy. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like uh, there's a target. Yeah. yeah so yeah. you have the target that's at the end. Uh-huh. So you, you throw your, your rock or stone and at the end, however many of your stones are closest to the center, before the next color stone, the other team stone, is how many points you get. So it's, I think, six. They get six well, stones apiece. Yeah, so it um, there's eight rounds, yeah. but it's, um, like, what, is it one-on-one, though, like, stone-wise? Like, if my stone is closer to yours, th- that I get a point for this one, and then, like, you go out to the next one. I feel like that, there's, like, this weird, like... Or is it just like you get school, you get points if you ha- like if any of yours are closer to any of theirs? Yeah, so you get however many points of yours rocks are closer than their closest rock. Okay, is how the the scoring piece of it works. They, it was actually a little controversy today because they actually had a measure, Ooh. and it was like the closest measurement, and mm. it has something to do like. They're like the handles are magnetic, so they yeah. They, there's electronics on that. Yeah, yeah. You can see it like the green light pop up when they, yeah. they throw it. But they um, they basically put a rod like they position it in the dead center. I guess there's like a little hole, and it has almost like a, a like a pressure gauge on it, and they spin it, and like when it comes uh, in touch with the the stone, the gauge 
goes up and then when you move it away the gauge goes down and so you see like however high like whoever has the highest gauge like gauge score is closer the most erect gauge if yes. you will. Yeah. weird but yeah, um yeah i mean it was i, I was watching um because i was waiting for the main new match start today and it was the end of the mixed doubles um for curling and they they showed it was like uh it was Italy's first ever medal, and they won gold. Hmm. Whoa! So uh, for curling, for curling, yeah. yeah that that uh, was it. That that guy and girl. Yeah, yeah. But uh, the, that all, girl with the Apollonia face. All that Apollonia. Uh, all that granite smoke wagon comes from an uninhabited Scottish island, and the uh, the factory that makes it can make precisely one stone per hour. And the stones weigh like forty. Two pounds or something like that a piece? I know the, the guy who's in charge of the factory has been working there for 50 years. It's just one guy making stones? Pretty much, yeah. Just turning just out... polishing stones. Just turning but, out rocks. But it's actually made from two different kinds of granite. There's Com- green granite for the big part. If you say orange granite, I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> <laughs> and then they inlay this little bit of blue granite on top just for a bit of flair. But but then they cover it with the cap of yeah, the... I don't know so why you don't they even do that. Seems kind of dumb to me. <laughs> Correct. That but guy's you know, been just waxing flare. stone for 40 years. He's yep. got to be... Polishing rock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, oh, boy. Is there any other... Is there any else where it's like... All these professional curlers. Is there like a separate a curling league they do year-round? Or they just wait... For the winter Olympics, just practice for a year, and then and they're all just cleaners and stuff like that. I, mean, I, feel like, I feel like to get to the Olympics, you got to have a lot of dedication. So you probably do like you do, do you have know, a nine to five, and you also like go because the American curling team won gold in last Olympics, and it looks like the the picture in a meme I've seen before. It says like these four guys who won the gold medal look like just a bunch of dads who wanted to get away from their family like every every <laughs> so, Tuesday. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. it's like, that's, where do they yeah. pack? Like, where, where do you go? I, Minnesota. Listen, Minnesota. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure. I think they're from mainly Minnesota and Wisconsin, but like it's... Kenosha? <laughs> <laughs> that's where they no, train well, for the biathlon. They live in Indiana and they it's, drive over. Yeah. It's the same Interesting. They don't bring their stones. That's right. They leave the stones in Kenosha. So, yes. So, most of them are in Minnesota and Wisconsin. There is a new curling club in Nashville, and it is opened by, like, six former NFL players, including, I think it's Nate Burleson. Was he a quarterback? Um he was. No. I'm trying to find out who who exactly it was. So I heard it on the radio this morning. Um, they've actually started um, a curling club in Nashville, and it's a, a, a number of former NFL that's, players. That's just what curling that needed. are a bunch of hipsters ruining their sport. Yeah, basically, <laughs> like, they're they're basic basically like trying to. They're going to train for the next Winter Olympics. Like, I did see this story. I saw the story like a couple of years ago about those guys. Now that you say that, I don't remember reading it, but I feel like uh, at least for two years out of the four, they're probably GameStop employees or something like that because there is no way you're making a living all four years in between the Olympics. That's what it has to be something monetary involved. That's like if the, you got to the top of the world and there's one thing you got to do it for money somewhere at some point. I know there was a show about it though. 
like American rock stars. Bagging my groceries with a gold yeah. medal That's on. That's a real show. That's a real yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it is. Because they do like little tournaments. I mean, it's different if you do a figure skating and, and skiing and shit. But That's for constant the little work. ones. Constant yeah, work. Yeah. With things like curling, fucking shit like that. There's yeah, yeah, small little tournaments. You, you win like a $10,000 tournament or something right? like that. And, and then like, okay. you probably go... And then... I know they do like U.S. Uh, opens and shit, the big tournament where all the curlers go, and they're like, "Hey, you're not terrible at throwing a stone on ice, sweet. <laughs> Come join sweet. us." I, I feel sweet, like sweet. the uh, the U.S. Olympic curling team or curling, uh, what do you call that? The federation. Federation is probably the least funded federation of all the winter sports for the Americans. So Olympics. I found it in on Bro Bible. It's perfect for this Bro Bible yeah, erotica that we can call a podcast. Did you see the thing where uh, Jimbo Fisher called out Bro Bible? No, I didn't. Uh, we'll talk about okay. that later. <laughs> um, four former NFL Pro Bowl players are now trying to win Olympic gold in curling. So it's headed by Josh Allen. Um, played for the Vikings. Um, and let's see if I can figure out who. Um, Mark Bolger. So Mark Bolger. Yep. It's close in name. Yeah, Nate Burles, um, so I think, played receiver. So yeah. like, <laughs> uh, Keith Bullock and Michael Ruse. Um, they're all uh, player uh, players live in Nashville area, call themselves the all-pro curling team. Um, they had their sights set on Beijing, um, but did not work out. So it's three white dudes and a black guy. Qualified? You can just like go try. Like, hey, the form was going to like. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's exactly what John there's was saying. There's qualifying tournaments yeah, to be able qualifying. to get in. Yeah, yeah. But they look more like that ping, the ping pong tournaments in Balls of Fury. <laughs> Where it's like the ping pong tournament and, and pancake they're, they're all extremely elaborate things. Exactly. Where it's like they all fit a particular theme. <laughs> Just a, yeah, welcome to the annual curling competition and pancake breakfast. <laughs> it's at a Ramada. Yeah, yeah. Just outside of Quad Cities, Iowa. Fucking, uh, <laughs> right. the Christopher Walken's there. Yeah. Fucking the Rotary Club <laughs> provides the breakfast. It, it is the Jimbo Fisher thing is pretty interesting because you have the wor- the third worst facilities in the SEC and you have the number one recruiting class in the country. Which is crazy because... Texas A&M has so much money. Like they're they're one of the richest alumni group in in the country. But yeah, so basically how they got in a thing with uh Bro Bible is some guy on a message board there said that, you know, his sources told him that uh you know, they have between I forget what the exact figure is. Let's just say 25 million dollars that they're coordinating that they talk to these high school students of like, "Hey, we're going to coordinate this. If you sign with us, you'll get, you know, this uh, sponsorship and this NIL deal. BYU is doing that as well. Yeah. And yeah. then, and then, uh, uh, which just kind of muddies the water of what things are, are supposed to look like. And technically the university is not supposed to have any affiliation with the NIL deals. But anyway, so it blew up into this big story. And the guy who wrote the original story on Bro Bible was uh, a guy who uses a handle named Sliced Bread. So Jimbo Fisher went off on this whole thing. He's like, because some guy named Slice Bread runs a story and runs his mouth about something he has no clue about. All you media people take this and and take it as the word of God. Which is funny because Bro Bible, the word of God, Slice Bread. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, he uh, uh, 
went off on, on well, kind of and the, the, the credibility fact, of Bro Bible. But the fact that he gets all worked up about it makes you want to believe that there's some truth behind it. And that's what, I mean, Kirby Smart said, he's like, you know, it's hard to, someone asked him, it was like, well, what are your feelings about being the number one SC East recruiting class, but the number three in the nation? He's like, well, you can't compete when people are unregulated around. He's like, we're now having conversations not about what type of person I can build you into or what your draft prospect is. It is what, what is my income going to be when I step foot on campus? How much does football change college football change in the next five years? Well, is it recognizable from NCAA will not exist because the, the, the big, the big hitters in the NILs will fully evaporate any legislation that they want to in, impose. They need to get rid of the transfer portal. Oh. If if you're going to do NILs, you have to get rid of the transfer portal. I, I, so I was a huge advocate for the the these lads getting paid. Sure. Um, but, but now, and it's not even bad, but it is like Jared said. I mean, with a kid and statistically where they're going to go into the NFL and what they're going to do. I mean, it's, it's a hard battle. So why not get paid beforehand? So if I'm choosing Oregon and they're going to give me 2 million for fucking around or Alabama where like you get 300 grand and you'll be second string. It's like, okay, that's not even fucking question. Right now, on the other hand, with the booster support of Alabama, Clemson, Georgia, Ohio, Oklahoma, like, a lot of those kids will be able to be propped up and be like, cool, now I'm going to get paid and I'm going to play. So I I was talking to an NCAA coach. I won't name what sport or what school, but um, his... Pretty smart. Yeah. But his whole take on it, so he's not a non-football coach. It's Nick Saban. Basketball. So his his whole take is the sport, and and he he is in a top three sport. Um, Football, football's king. And the money's in football, and some of the non like major revenue generating sports are not seeing the NIL revenue that they're seeing clothing companies like local car companies and everything. Sure, but w- his whole take was he's like you know you should stru- like if you're a booster that's going to sponsor somebody structure it. You come in as a freshman. I'm going to offer you this deal at five thousand dollars. And if you stay for year two, you're going to get 10. You stay for year three, you're going to get 20. And if you graduate and you stay to your senior year, you're going to get 40. And, and do this incentivize players to stay. It's exactly to your point. Yeah. Like, like I, I am, I'm going to come, I'm going to take your 10 grand. And next year, I'm going to, I'm going to uh, go it, out and transfer, portal. and transfer yeah. portal and find out which college is going to give me 25 instead uh, of 20. Yeah. One hundred percent, and this goes to the point about so it's structured like a contract, right? So the the same way you go in and you 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 tap up what we call in football, tap up like a high school kids, say, hey, I want you to come to our school. We're gonna give you this. We got all these bitches and fucking parties, whatever. Yeah, bitches, bitches, and you know now with the NIL, you have to have some sort of contract to say, hey, you're gonna come here. We're gonna give you this stuff. You're gonna play ball for us. You're not just gonna fuck off when shit doesn't go your way it's not for us though what do you mean you, you say football for us not the the college is doing it no but that's you, what you're saying so yeah, so yeah, it's, it's, it, as it goes down but, it's like that's what i think that's where you know you're, the ncaa won't exist at that point the, sometimes it's going to have to be colleges who take that uh 
the BYU alum is on the sidelines. He's at practice every day. All of, he he's basically funded all of their walk on scholarships. So that changes the whole thing. Like his his whole message is, if you come and walk on at BYU, you're not going to have to worry about tuition because I'm going to supplement it with an NLI. And he shows up at practice and hands out in in regular. I mean, you're going to get your own planet. In regular BYU. In regular. <laughs> right. Well, but like but like scholarship players still get paid by him. So like everybody in the team gets paid by him. But if if Allen's a walk on and uh, Kenny is a scholarship player, Allen may get. One wife. <laughs> Kenny gets two wives. Yeah. 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 Alan, yeah. Alan may get eight, eight, Mormon joke, eight grand a month because that's what the tuition bill is. And Kenny gets a thousand bucks a month because he's a scholarship athlete. So, you know, it's it's like, you know, if, you, if you're trying to compete, let's say Utah, so easy competitor. Um, so I'm going to I'm going to give someone, let's just say Utah is a top 25 team and BYU's had like five losing seasons. So I, I have a three-star athlete who um, I'm going to tell him year two here. I'm going to have a scholarship for you if you walk on, I can, or I can go to BYU and walk on and get paid and not worry about tuition, even though they're a lesser team. My whole thing with Jimbo Fisher is we're really going to find out who really good coaches are. Yeah. This, this is this is the difference. We're going to find out who can coach a football team yep. because I, you know, Lane Kiffin has talent beyond means, and he had a really good team, but he couldn't fucking beat Saban. Yeah, and and furthermore, you look at colleges on the West Coast in California, you know, beautiful weather, places like that, lots of money, lots of money to be able to offer some NIL deals that might steal a great... you making my... Uh... Okay, sorry. Lots of... <laughs> money to make uh, NIL deals where you might steal away from Alabama and Georgia and then these there starts to become a balance where you don't have these certain core teams that are constantly trashing everybody because like all these high school kids like I need to go to Alabama I'm gonna fuck crush it or Georgia or Clemson or Ohio any one of those where now it's a little bit more balanced I think that's where the NIL could steer some of the college so football I'm gonna teams. go to LA and play in beautiful weather where I'm going to yeah. go to London and play in beautiful weather. Yeah, but but what's the what's the what's the what's the factor there? It's the money offered, right? So if the money's not there, um, you're going to go and play wherever the best teams are. And the finest, and that might the be in Manchester. Where's the, the biggest system. pushback on this coming from? Like, who's the oh who's the, the NCAA? The, <laughs> and but what's their what's their reason? Like, why they just. And I would say it's not them paying them; it's them just being school. able to get paid. So who is the it's like schools? mid-major schools too? Like okay. I mean, even if you look at somebody like uh, who'd you say Mississippi's coach uh, Lane Kiffin made a comment on it. It's like you're playing in almost two different leagues. Like the amount of money and amount of uh, alumni that say like an Ole Miss or Mississippi State has is a lot less than something like a Texas A and M, something like an Alabama. It's, it's just not. It's not there. So those schools are having to... Or Stanford or USC. Yeah, West, yeah, yeah, right? Exactly. Like, they're trying to compete against that, and it's like, we don't have... It would be one thing when it was just, hey, we're just throwing up colleges, they come here to play, we can build a program with a good coach. It's like, when you have the incentives to offer these recruits, it's almost like you're playing two, two different salary caps. Mm-hmm. And that's, hasn't that already been happening? Isn't, so it's... Before it was allowed to happen, schools are still doing it. They're still paying... 
Sure. Figure, it, it, it out. Yeah. And no. now it's uh, they're like, all right, let's make it allowed. They're like, no, 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 no. no. But I, I agree. I, I mean, mean, already, it's already happening. It, right? It's it, always is been it better happening. for the sport. May, probably. I think it's it's as you said. I think the the player should be paid um, for, especially. I mean, kind of what you you spoke to earlier. Like these kids are coming out of high school. A lot of them in bad situations don't have any money. Um, like I forget the Georgia student that quarter or running back that I read one time. Like he's getting calls from his mom and dad saying like, "Hey, the lights are about to be cut off," yeah, yeah. and all that stuff. And it's like, okay, like I'm trying to make a better future, trying to get the NFL, trying to at least get an, somewhat of an education, whatever it is. And it's like when you have the ability to offer some kid a hundred and fifty thousand dollar that has never seen that kind of money, um, you know, it just changes changes the 100%. game. Yeah, and and you know, there's there's a lot of other factors too. Like, I mean, you, you have kids like the Georgia linebacker who started a foundation and is like giving back, and then you have other players. I, I think it was like a um, UW player. Um, who is like one of the uh, not uh, USC players, the top NLI earner, and most of the offensive other players were not getting money, and he was paying them. So I, th- I think the biggest problem is what is going to end up happening is we're going to start the IRS is going to start looking into this because a, a lot of these kids, just to Drew's point, like you know, you, you hand somebody who who lives in a three hundred dollar a month. Uh, government subsidized housing um, who's in, in a third hand car and now you know their family income's thirty thousand dollars a year and you just handed them one hundred and fifty thousand this month like what what happens with that so like yeah so like so what, what ha- like what's the tax implications like you know the, like the the NCAA's hand like they're not providing tax attorneys it's or just for the schools like yep. Dan yeah. Mullen was talking about that in Florida like he's like same with yeah, Debo he, he, they asked a question before the uh, NLI stuff started and he's like what's the biggest concern you have and he's like I'm afraid of what these kids are gonna do. And like they're 18 years old and you're giving yep. them hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah. when they're not prepared that, for it. I totally think that's a terrible and, idea. And uh, he's like, you know, we, we can try to prepare them as much as we can. But when you give someone, as you I kind of said it, the keys to a Ferrari, it's like, oh, what do you expect them to do? Drive it 80 miles an hour on the highway? No, they're going to they're going to blow through all of it. Yeah. And so the NCAA was one who were like, hey, you can't do this. One of that was money, young kids. And with everybody pushing for the idea that these kids should be compensated for their image and their likeness in a, in a major sport. I mean, the NCAA makes a shit ton of fucking money. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's amazing how once again, given the opportunity, the schools or the, you know, NCAA didn't even think to put in structures like that. Like when he brings up a contract, you're like, okay, I'm going to give you $200,000 and we'll sort it out if you need more money for your family or whatever. We can talk about that. Like those conversations should be had. Not here's two hundred K in your bank. Yeah. Fucking good luck. See at practice tomorrow. Yeah, right. Like, no, like no. they'll go hard I mean, at I practice, I'm sure. Fucking, but this has gotta be this it's not hard. People they should get one should get paid at the end. Like you get whatever you live off of is three hundred bucks a week, whatever comes out to you, you can fucking eat or exactly, whatever. Exactly, yeah. But at the end we have to you graduate based on whatever money you've generated for the school or whatever you get. Compensated, great fucking end, like idea. At graduation, like there you uh, go. Yeah, great idea. idea. Yeah, that's fucking, a great idea. All the shit you did, <clears throat> like it's uh, incentives to win, whatever yeah. the thing is, or retirement, like almost like a yeah. yeah. Yes, here's the four one k, four one k. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I see it against that. I see a huge industry of 
of uh, lo- lo- no, loan sharking coming out. Oh, be like, hey, you, you want to go ahead and take out a 20% loan yeah, against yeah, that, uh, uh, that money? It would be a trust. But So the PGA Tour tried to do this a decade yeah, and a right, half yeah. ago mm-hmm. when you had amateur. So you had a you had an amateur that finished in the top 10 of the Masters, and they would have won like $90,000. They forfeited their money. They can't just turn in their amateur status and go, well, you know, Sunday I turn in my tour card. I'm no longer an amateur because uh-huh. I, I finished. So the NCAA wanted to start a trust where, j- just as you said, like at the end of your four, we put this money in, it's invested. The The capital that's gained off of it is reinvested into amateur golf production. Mm-hmm. But at, once you graduate, you are trusted this money. And there's ways on trust where you can build, like you can't sell it yeah. and things like that. But the NCAA was like, no. And so golf had a great playbook for yeah. it. And, and what's what's difficult too is we there's lots of different, you know, methods here that we've discussed and it still comes down to an education aspect you know whether it's hey at the end you get this well okay yeah loan sharking 100 percent right and it's like hey you're gonna get 200k in four years i'll give you you know 200k now and you just owe me another 50 after that 200k when you hit the nfl right whatever no. bullshit but it's 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 on the, the school and the entire system to owe it to them to protect them and to educate them to say no don't go we're still going to give you money don't go and get money from somewhere else. And I, and it's hard because, again, you're talking about people who come from different lines of backgrounds, different situations. Everything has to be... And they're 18. Like, and their kids. That's zero good decisions And their kids. Dude, if somebody gave me fucking... Even so if it like, was hey, five well, bucks when I was 18. No, yeah. way more than that. Dude, I, was, <laughs> I was making a shit ton of money when I was 18. Um, but if somebody was like, here's, here's 100K at 18... I would have been like, poof, ninety thousand dollar car. Well, um, I, I, I think five thousand. Yeah, yeah, right. I, I think with this, it gets closer and closer to being, you know, if you look at soccer in England and sort of major soccer countries, the academy system. Yep. It's getting closer and closer to you know colleges just being an academy. It's closer. It's closer than that. It's like here, especially from what I've learned in the south, and all these guys will be able to touch on it more. That if if you have any athletic ability and you're big and you have a a knack for playing football you're in you started whatever it is the little leagues peewees whatever it's called and, and these kids will go traveling teams same shit that you do in in europe where you're in an academy at 10 years old and you're playing football and then you go to school and then you play football you go to school these same thing here happens but I mean, it's not as structured as it is in in europe yeah, but i but, think that's the thing you need to get to that place where you know all these big soccer clubs have academies and they have this whole infrastructure of like legal stuff, you know, money things, you know, they make sure that they get their qualifications so they're at yeah, least, yeah, yeah. you know, if you're 18, you're in a soccer academy, you're one serious injury away from being fucked. Yeah, yeah, you but have they to have make sure that you're educated. there's things in place that you are not going out on your arse. Yep. And I think it's going to get to the point where, you know, you're going to have to put those things in place as opposed to just saying, all right, you're in or you're out. I would like to call back to one thing that uh, Jeremy said earlier, and I, th- I think was you're right. Was it the I come and you give me 10 grand? No, he, <laughs> I think I think he rightly said it. BYU is the only place where Kenny would be a starter <laughs> over Allen in any <laughs> athletic endeavor. God <laughs> <That's>, damn. <laughs> 
Damn. Damn. Same thing Damn here. Penny. I'm just, I don't know if he's on Kenny me or you. Yeah, Kenny, what That's what, our what, uh, what, second Greco Roman by the night. Long, sordid, racist history of the Mormon church. <laughs> we cleared that up in 1978, though. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Still a misunderstanding like, you know, like, afterwards for a few years. We've been not racist two years older than I am. So, you know. <laughs> just me. How dare you? Uh, on the times, cusp, if you will. Hey, times have changed. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, people change. Weird. 78. Um, just yesterday. <laughs> we, we fixed that like three three weeks ago. <laughs> Pretty much. And then we, we yeah, no, it, like, it was 78. And then uh, in like 2015, we issued a press release. So we're all good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> There's not a whole lot of black people in Utah. Anyway. Yeah, that was the, also the other yeah, joke. There's kind of yeah. like your alma mater. Yeah. Which where, which one? Uh, George <laughs> Washington. Like I, I went to like oh, nine yeah. schools. Where they, where, so George Washington, th- this is one of the most brilliant things on the planet. They uh, they issued a statement that... Apparently any, we have a basketball team. Anyone anyone who can... They they recognize that they were, they were built um, by slaves. So like the university... Original properties were, were like had slaves that built. So they said anyone who could um, date back their providence to any slave who helped build it, they would automatically be admitted and go for free. So you realize how difficult that is? <laughs> like, yeah. it's the smartest like, thing in the world. Like, you, you, you gain so much in making the statement knowing that you may have two people that can do that just grandstanding that's all i mean that's oh yeah noise me more they uh there was this there's this chinese artist who um released a bunch of anti-propaganda art for the olympics they're really good art it's really the nfts no i mean i'm sure they will be (laughs) it's art kind of uh using olympic themes but kind of like reminding people that china is a surveillance and authoritarian state or you know the Uyghur stuff and i guess a student at, at george washington went around the foggy bottom campus and was slapping pictures of it up all over campus as, as reminders or whatever. And I guess someone, someone had emailed the president of the university who was deeply offended at this, uh, at this artwork. Uh, and, uh, I guess in an email back, the president of the university vowed to fine and punish the student who was putting up this expression, this free expression on campus. GW is not, uh, not looking too good as of late. We're really progressive over here yeah, at GW. We're super progressive. <laughs> like to the point yep. of being punitive. <laughs> it's but like, uh, I saw a thing, what's, uh, who's the guy who canceled his stuff on Spotify? Like took all his stuff off. Neil Young? Neil Young. It's like when you're so woke, you cancel yourself. Yep. Like, <laughs> I am, I have a question about, uh, it's, it's not, it's not directly about the, the Rogan thing. Oh, segue. It's a, uh, it's more, it's, it's, I'm curious. Do rich people just by virtue of being rich have information that they, that just comes to them? Then, and, and here's why. So there's this big, there's this big uh, conspiracy right now that I am leaning towards believing about who is funding right now, this whole uh, hit piece on Rogan. And it basically boils down to like these three dudes that started a super PAC and it's connected to the other organization and they're all like whatever. But somehow in the middle of this whole thing, Dave Portnoy of all people, of all people pops up and is like, um, I want to have a conversation with these guys about how this all went down because he got 
because he got into it too and was like sharing the shit and whatever. And also there's a video of him made by the same people. <clears throat> yeah, the right? same so. people where he, they, they kind of did the same thing, which is a, it was a Took much a shorter bar stool. Yeah. Him. It was obviously a much shorter compilation. Um, because uh, it was only like three times that he did it, but it was in his pot. It was on his podcast. So he like challenges him to come on and do like this live stream. And while he's on the live stream, he's like, okay, cool. Well, I have evidence text, you know, copies of text messages that y'all can say that, you know, you're, you're woke and you're whatever, but y'all are no different than anybody else. But you guys like to actually drop the end bomb in private, you know, when you're talking to each other and, and it was, it was, I, I'm, I'm not, whether he has that information or not, I'm just curious if rich people just get, can pluck well, information out of the air. They can just materialize it. But I think a part of that might be that Portnoy is so liked by a, a large swath of people and the, 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 the Venn diagram of where people intersect in life can be very coincidental to the point where it's like the Anthony Weiner stuff. Yeah. Like, there's no reason that Andrew Breitbart should have had a photo of Anthony right, Weiner's yeah, dick, yeah. but he did. <laughs> you know, that was the early days. Yeah, right? that's the uh-huh. early days of the internet, um, or the early days of like Web 2.0. Yeah, and so I, of course, there's probably someone who knows someone who knows someone yeah. who's like, "Hey, Dave, these guys are douchebags and are terrible people." Here's the information. I assume that's probably what it is. Well, well the gr- the great thing about this is, is I, w- I watched the whole like thing last night and. He, he they they bring it up and he goes so um do any of you uh have a fiance named like Susan and you see the the one brother's eyes are like he goes and he he says something to the effect of would you do you think that I don't have fit, uh pictures of times you use that word in casual conversation with your fiance and it was like it was very specific Proof. Well, well, and he started off what I liked about, and the information is it, like, I don't know about the Portnoy. Rich when, people, when was yes. This? What was, I, don't even, I didn't even see this. Sorry. Was last night? Uh, Dave Portnoy took on the fucking Weiser My, House, Miser Brothers. Mi- Midas Touch. Midas uh, Touch. The brothers. Pack. Right. Okay. So right. it all stems from one, They're the Rogan. Liberal pack. The Rogan video compilation. There was one a few months ago, same thing. Barstool and Portnoy because they're trying to attack him about sexual assault, misogyny, and Barstool, whatever, fucking bullshit. So he's like, "Hey guys, let's let's sort this out because you're 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 VC and all your companies are propagating technically yeah. out of you're, context information. You're funding your your fund. This other organization yeah. is your organization. We and, all know it. Your your pack funds it. Yeah. So and, let's have it out. To which course, they still write, like till today, are still denying, or they're being weaselly in their words. Yeah, right. They're like, well, we, you know, they operate separately and whatever, and it's like they, they don't. They they get sure, money. Yeah. You're legally allowed to say that because that's how super PACs work. Exactly. So, and and it was really it was bullshit from the start because they're it's context driven was the idea and. Portnoy gets on there and, and one of the brothers is going through and he's like, so, you know, introductions, introduction He's like, well, I'll just start this. You know, Dave, I want to ask you one quick question. So are you saying that you agree with Joe Rogan's use of the N word? And Dave's like, what the f no. And he's like, no, why would I? No, obviously I agree with, I, I disagree with that. And it's terrible that he said that, but I also want to make a point that it was all out of context, except for a couple things that I disagree with, but that's the point here. So let's get into the context because you're cutting shit and Whatever the case is, is he goes and he just starts telling the story and they're just like, oh no, this, this, this. And he just rips them 
the thing the thing that I find interesting when I was watching that as well is that <clears throat> Dave might not even be right, but he has this way of aggravating the other side in a debate so much that they slip up. It's like he gets them like they like that that whole like they were arguing about um talking over people and like they're yelling he's like I'm trying to answer your question but you keep yelling me down. He's he's making them aggravated off subject like he's distract it's like rope dope shit. Like he's 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 distracting them from the point to make them slip up and I think that's what where the body language of the one brother that's like yeah, he was so he was and then he was he was he was he was super yeah. like he, he, when he would just allude to these checks, the brother would just like immediately freak out. And it's like, you're uh, me thinks thou doth protest too much. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, yeah, it's like yeah. It's, it was very funny to watch because he just, he just puts people on the defensive for other reasons yeah. that causes them to slip up yeah, in, in the, in the main debate. I think Portnoy's thing too, strategy is, is he's literally doesn't care if he loses. Like he, he's like, he's like, I'll, I'll lose everything, whatever. Like he, he, he goes back in situations whenever no, he's been with he business insider, whatever it is. He's like, come take everything I have. I can, he, he, he's rich now, but he's like, I don't mind being poor again. Yeah, like you can take literally everything from me and it doesn't matter to me. And where, so he goes into an argument like that. He's like, I don't, I, okay. I did say that, but you didn't say this. And like, so there's no, sorry, there's no, uh, um, like rules when it comes to that kind of engagement where he, he doesn't, it's like a nuclear thing. Like he does. Okay. Blow me up. I don't, I don't really care. He, uh, You're going to die too. <laughs> yeah. And, and ultimately certain, his brand has nothing to lose and everything to gain. From yeah, inserting it, himself. Right. It's this. bad press thing, but he's also very good about being a common man in, in the face of adversity in this situation. It's like what we'd like to think all of us would do. He's business insiders. Like, Oh, misogyny is rampant at, at barstool. And he's a, a, a sex offender or a sex predator. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking? No, I'm not prove it. And, and then he, and I, I mean, it took some balls for him to drop all oh, those. I like 23 year old women. Yeah. I saw what the most, and, and most like, guys and, do. And he's like, what do you want me to do? And he apologized. He's like, yeah, I was a little cheesy on the DMS. What do you want from me? And then, and then you read through him and some girls like, Hey, I saw you're at this house in long Island. I'm over here. Why don't you come get your fucking knob slob? And he's like, Yup. Yeah. <laughs> like who's gonna be like? Or, uh, do you mind signing this affidavit say that you're not gonna release any and, of this stuff? No. Fuck and, that. You're gonna go get your dick sucked. He's clearly doing something right with these women to where like the thirst DMs in between. Yeah. They're like things are crazy that dick? to read. As, yeah, as, as a matter of fact, you can. It's fucking crazy. I've never yeah, had those straight DMs. Up to Ted Bundy there. <laughs> Ooh. Also, yeah. uh, also, uh, uh, pretend to be a. Oh no, that was the guy from Catch Me If You Can. Gonna but, say, uh, to be a BYU professor. So uh, a lot of this, you know, being a being a serial killer <clears throat> aficionado myself, um, you know that like, you know, anti-social. Do you part. want that recorded? The yeah, viewing absolutely. The cut yeah, yeah, you're, like, you're good absolutely. with that. Absolutely, everybody loves serial killers. Well, it's because you know if you study them enough, you'll be hard to get you out of this one. If you yeah, yeah, yeah. serial killers, <laughs> we yeah. need to put a video of everyone on here so people can get a real. <laughs> yeah. look and it's, it's gonna be that very was, hard. Can you defense. say your first yeah. and last name, uh, please? Uh, date of birth. I'm, I'm just trying to not get serial killed. Okay. <laughs> there's a lot of situations where that might be a possibility. <laughs> well, well, this room is one of them. So. I mean, he is on Bumble. <laughs> <laughs> true. Very true. I'd like to at some point go back to the mechanics of being 
been serial killed. <laughs> you just killed. I'm going to kill you, bring you back to life, and then kill you again, bring you back to life, and then kill you again. That's serial oh, killed. Yeah, um, the whole idea of like antisocial personality disorder, narcissistic personality disorder, which, you know, Dave Portnoy clearly has. Um, he doesn't give a fuck. And, you know, they have that very suave, sort of charming personality superficially, but is also a total cunt. So. Well, I think you could be a, you're, you're either a cunt or you're not. But but hold on a second. Is he a cunt because he knows who he is and he's just living his life? It's like people say Dan Blazarian's a cunt. Why? He's kind of a douche. But yeah, he's kind of a douche. He jumped on Rogan there and was like, yeah, I get it. I'm, I'm perceived as a cunt. Why? I you know, punched the dude at Bud's and got kicked out. And, you know, I was a dumb young kid who thought he knew shit. And I fuck a bunch of bitches and I smoke a lot of weed. And my dad's, all my dad's money is fake. If you get fuck you money, you're just going to, you get, you're going to just be amplified of who you already are. Though. But, but this is why the Australians I, have good cunts and bad cunts. Oh, here we go. Oh, actually, Australia only has all cunts right now. <laughs> They're all cunts. The Australians are all fucking, except the ones protesting, they can stay. Are you a good cunt or are you a bad cunt? <laughs> what uh, accent was that? <laughs> that, was, that was the Wicked Witch cunt. I don't know. Dixon Batsmite. Dixon Batsmite. For all I know, we were reading some of Portnoy's DMs. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what was going on there for a second. Dixon Batsmite. I think everybody gets, anybody would get a little more douchey with Fuck. money. One hundred percent. Like there's no gas on the fire. It's just, I mean, it, it, almost rightfully so. Because if you're poor, you don't have shit. You need people to like you. Like you need one or the other. Not saying that if you get money, you become a dick. It's just the times that you would already be a dick. It amplifies you're be a bigger dick. Yeah, it amplifies. Those times. Like I'm gonna, because you don't need nobody to fucking like you. So yeah, if I'm stupid rich and something, when I would already be kind of a shady asshole to you or say something slick, I can just now say. What you want to say. Exactly what I wanted to say. Is, mm-hmm. I was thinking it. Damn, I didn't know that was an option. I just said what it was. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't doing it as That's a shit. It's like oh, the God, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just wait till I'm rich. <laughs> yeah, I... But it, it wheels off. It is It is funny, his his innate ability to insert himself in, in some of these scenarios that he has absolutely fuck all to do with. And again, it, it provides him nothing to lose and everything to gain. He also has endless time. Yeah. No. Money, That's money, money, money yeah. buys time. Yep, he can just sit there jerking off. And no, he has people do that yeah, for him. Yeah, but also he's not paying attention. He's jerking off himself. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a long line of women. Yeah, even more time. waiting to be choked while doing it. Apparently, uh, uh, did y'all see Bill Murray at the uh, at the waste management? No, at the um, pro just an av- yeah. Pebble Beach. Beach. Pro oh, that was Pebble Beach. Beach. Waste right. management. No, no, it was Ricky. Thursday. It was uh, it was Ricky at uh, at the waste management. The, the video I saw there. I'm sorry. Yeah, so it was Pebble Beach. Yeah, Freudian slip. There's two other. Th- well, there's another thing I want to talk about too. But yeah, so y'all see, you saw that doing the tequila shots, part. the backward putt, and doing tequila shots, and the that's, that's he's, dude's he's, a legend. He's fucking awesome. That's, well, he uh, should he should actually be. In every single golf tournament. Oh yeah, like the like official PGA. And he should be the mascot of the PGA, yeah. and he should be partnered with the Bryson guy in the PGA logo. Should just so be Bill Murray. Yeah. You should just you can find his phone number online. Oh yeah. So we should just call him. We should just leave a message. Just leave a message and invite him. Leave him your address. Mm-hmm. Invite him to show up on a Tuesday. That motherfucker, if he's in Atlanta, like would probably show up. He would probably show up. Unless he just posts your address on the internet and then. Nah, I don't think he gets on the internet. Hmm. He's too busy he's practicing like backwards putts. Popping up like it's the risk. Could you the risk? Walks down. He's like, I see. I watched that. That was it a documentary or a show or whatever they did. The little 
They did like a show on it, right? On oh yeah, Bill Murray like he yeah. just pops up to plays that yeah yeah yeah. Show. Um, but awesome. I'm not like even, like a huge like Bill Murray fan. Like, I wouldn't just because just but it's just the, the the likelihood of it happening. Yeah, would be more it, exciting. The than story like, Bill Murray. I'm like, yeah, the story so of it happening is just. Yeah. Way more ridiculous exactly when, when's rick flair coming on the podcast oh well, we'll figure that out the next time he's at the pub we'll ask him i don't think he's much of a human being after 7 p.m we start at 6 30 come on time i don't want to i don't want to tell stories about having sex with my mom <laughs> rick, rick, i remember which, you which i think we've heard enough happened. of those over the years yeah. do you remember <laughs> extra christmas presents when you were a boy <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the young redheaded boy that sat in the <laughs> upper echelons of the Omni? Oh no! <laughs> no, no shit though. I mean, like, I'm not your father. You can am ask, I? Yeah, no, he's definitely not my father. I don't have blonde hair. But you can ask next time you're at my house. You can ask my mom about her getting in a fight at a Saturday night WCW at the Omni when they found out she was Sting's girlfriend or Sting's girlfriend. Yeah, um, and like a woman jumped on her. And my mom beat the shit out of this woman, and like the next like, week, like Sting's girlfriend would do. And the next yeah. week, we sat in like the corner, like with the rest of the families or girlfriends. And we always <laughs> the Drew Drew would probably be the only one that knew knows where this is, but on Virginia Avenue, Simon Malone's. Well, you know where Spondivitz is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So cross street from Spondivitz okay. is Simon Malone's. Gotcha. And before WCW was like there was WCW Nitro and anything mm-hmm. like that. Um, all the wrestlers on Saturday or Sunday, depending on what day it was on TBS, would have dinner. They would close off the whole upstairs and it'd be all the wrestlers <laughs> and everything. So my aunt was dating Van Hammer. My mom was like off and on with a couple of the wrestlers. <laughs> And we would go and hang out there um, before we would go to the Omni. So next time you decide to not come to the podcast, can you send your ma instead? <laughs> just, yeah, you just don't come and we'll ask her. You would all cry because she would drink Woodford Reserve and Diet Coke mixed. Well, I, I, I allow those are my I two favorite drinks. <laughs> <laughs> I respect that. DC? I'm, I'm, I'm mixed, I mix, I mix them in my stomach. Kenny's sending her a message right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mrs. Yeah. Jeremy's mom... Who else have you fucked? <laughs> Steve Carlton. <laughs> Steve Carlton, the uh, Phillies pitcher. That might be a very entertaining podcast, actually. So is that. your yeah, mother was... a lot better looking than you? Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, my mom was... So my mom and I got in a fight in high school because I had like That's this really, really early uh, curfew. And I was like, you don't know what it means to be popular. And like... Like, I don't believe this story already. <laughs> pushed, pushed her and was like super mad and everything and like slammed my door. And she like kicked. So my mom was a bodybuilder when I was growing up. So my mom kicks my door in and throws a shoebox at me. And the shoebox had a, a stack of Black Sabbath stick, ticket stubs, like Atlanta Pot Festival, like all these cool like shows in the like late 60s through the mid 70s. And I was like, what the fuck is this? She goes, you don't know what cool is. <laughs> I was like, 
<laughs> and I'm looking at it. So my mom was a groupie for Black Sabbath um, for a while. Um, my mom like hung out with the Almond Brothers. Like I mean, like <laughs> she's all oh, these like really. His like, mom is all the girls in Almost Famous. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, yeah. My mom was a band aid. My mom was definitely a band aid. <clears throat> um, so we we like we had it out this big shot, and she's like, "Fine, if you want to be fucking cool, you can do whatever the fuck you want." And that's when I became a ticket scalper. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the tickets laying there in the box and I thought that's the way to make money <laughs> there's an industry so uh, can we can we do an episode where uh, Kenny just is like the host and you two can just sit there what you who's you two Them? me and my mom Jared's ma Jared's ma <laughs> and you can be just be like Jonathan Watts yeah, <laughs> and then you can just be like, she'll, was, she'll give somebody's name, and I'll look it up and throw it up on the big screen. Yeah. I'll be uh, kind of hoping. Can I'll you be, be uh, Graham Norton or Jamie? Yeah, I'll be Jamie, Jamie the tech guy. Yeah, can you be Graham Norton instead? Yeah, <laughs> that, that's wonderful. <laughs> it's been good topics. Uh, what are we? Eat, what are we eating? Uh, I'm getting hungry. Getting a little hungry. Yeah, he's getting hungry. Oh, okay. Yeah, we can get eaten. Uh, yeah. That's fine. I'm gonna we, start. We can the... text Skinner and see if there's still pie. Yeah. Oh, we're going to start calling you the egg timer. <laughs> Bing. Yeah, w- once we get to about an hour and a half in, I'm like, yeah, all right, yeah, like hour, a, 15 hour and a half. This is good. Yeah. There's a box of. What do you want to eat? What do you want to eat, Drew? What do you want to eat? Seeing if they got some pies left. Oh, we calling for pies. Okay. Hi, any pies? <laughs> hey, y'all got some uh, pies left? Pot pies. <laughs> they have multiple pies now. Pot pies. How many's left? Ah, Jesus Christ. Thank you. Amateurs. <laughs> I, I, I pay you I to love, tell me how many pies. What do you mean pies? I, love, I think I scared oh, them to all the friends always walk in. It's like, hi, how are you doing? I was like, I'm good. <laughs> I can't. It's, it's I like the girls with the, I can't. I can't anymore with them. That is... Those are employees I never will know. <laughs> I just decided. <laughs> I can't. That's hilarious. 20 left. Heard. Thank you so much. Why don't you sign us off then? What? Yeah, sign us off. With the pies? Yeah, say we're going to. I'm going to go in and smash its pie in. There you go. Good night, all. <laughs> <laughs>